What's up guys? Welcome back. This is Dying Under the Influence Street Sippin'. We're heading out to UCLA today for the first time ever. So, happy Halloween. Hi there. Hi. What's your name? Sarah. Hi Sarah. How are you? I'm good. Um, I specifically would like to talk about um, relationships. Sure. Relationships. Romantic relationships, platonic relationships. We're gonna do all of them. Okay. Every single one. Go. So, specifically, I just got out of a relationship. A romantic one. A, um, yes. And um, it was very hard for me. What happened was that I didn't cheat on him. I just kissed a guy. Who wasn't him. Who wasn't him. But that eventually led, you know, he found out. And then, I, and then he forgave me because he also messed up. And then I went to a frat party and I got drunk and I made out with a girl. I wasn't aware of this. I had to be informed that that happened the next morning. Yeah. Hmm. So, so what are we asking here? My, my question is, what do I do? How do I recover? Um, do you, do you want to recover this relationship? He, I, I do. He blocks me on everything. He won't talk to me. Well, um, this to me sounds like an issue with communication. Uh, but how can I communicate when he blocked you on everything? He won't talk to me. Sure, for sure. Um, I think maybe, maybe not even necessarily with this guy, but okay. or, or or girl or whatever. But looking forward, I think establishing what it is, what what cheating is, because cheating is not like a black or white type of thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like for example, um, if you're in a relationship and they say, I don't want, I don't want you, even like spending the night at a guy's house, even if it's like platonically, I have friends who that would not be okay in the relationship right mm -hmm. is that what we would traditionally consider cheating no but and that within that relationship that's cheating so maybe for the guy you were dating kissing other dudes or kissing other girls might have been considered cheating for him where for you it might not have felt that way and i think maybe ironing out those specifics would be beneficial that's a good take if i'm being completely honest with you right if we were in a romantic relationship and you kissed a guy or a girl I would probably consider it cheating. Okay, but what if I was under the impression, I was under, I was intoxicated? If you drive a car drunk and you hit a family, do you still hit the family? Hypothetically in this situation, I don't remember. What, okay, but the family knows I hit them. The family's gonna like tell me like, hey, I, you hit me. But like, like, let's say in this situation, the family isn't gonna like find me and say, hey, you hit me. I would like, you know what I'm talking about? I feel like we should be punished for the consequences of our actions. Okay. And I think whether or not you were drunk definitely changes the intentions of things, but the consequences are the same. And I think you do have a, a, a point where, yeah, maybe you weren't entirely in your right mind, but at the end of the day, you still did what you did. Mm -hmm. But again, in my book, in my book, for me personally, I don't think I would be super happy about that. But I think okay. that's something you should talk about. Because I don't think, I do think open relationships or polyamorous relationships or a gray area where like, maybe you can kiss other people when you're drunk or something like that, you know, like, um, <laughs> I, I think talking about those things okay. beforehand okay. is probably the way to go about okay. it. With this current guy, oh, if I'm being honest, like... <laughs> You, you might have to let it go. Because um, it sounds like he really doesn't want to talk to you, at least right now. 
and I think doing more is like kind of harassment. Right, right, right. I mean, if some, you know, you're onto something. Maybe focus on your other relationships in life. Okay. I actually, I want to talk about the people here, but at UCLA, I want to talk about my experience. Please. Not with racism, but with like underlying racism. Being being Mexican here, it's like it's like it's fine and all. Like you have your like community, you find people that are also like have your interests. Like I go down like brew and walk here, and I find like chicharron and I buy it. Does nice. it, it but my yep. co- my concern is, <laughs> I buy it. That doesn't mean it's good. There's a lot of very white people here. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like everything's like that's fine. My question is like when I come here, and I like like let's say I go and I sit down I feel like I can't make friends with those people not because they're white but because they look down on me I'm a I w- I w- I'm sometimes I'm bitchy but I feel like they see it as she's bitchy because she's Mexican hmm. not she's just a bitch I would rather just be seen as a bitch and not she's bitchy because she's Mexican what what makes you think that they think it's because you're Mexican because they just have like they just have that look. They just have that demeanor. They just have that like quality for like to them. Mm-hmm. Where it's like they like feel so like I feel like I'm being harassed by their eyes. That's really interesting. Um I, I I'm pretty lucky. I'm I'm, I'm Chinese American. Oh and I, I've not faced too too much racism except for recently doing this show. Um I think Really? Well, I think it's because I'm putting myself out there more. I'm not just surrounding myself with like like minded people. I'm going to Venice Beach. I'm going to Ocean Beach. I'm going to Santa Barbara. I'm meeting people who think very differently than I do and look differently than I do. And I'm honestly also still trying to figure out how to navigate those types of situations. I guess the best I can give for you, people are going to suck sometimes, right? And I think maybe not even necessarily see it as a growing experience because it's it's not it hurts it sucks but i try to see it as like a way a, a time for me to practice empathy uh-huh. maybe they were raised that way okay and and should i hold them accountable for what they say certainly but also i should hold myself accountable for <laughs> forgiving them in that moment of lack of judgment it's very. I'm very interested. What What have people done to you specifically? Well, one time I was sitting on the Venice boardwalk and my mask was off, so that you could see phenotypically that I'm Asian. And this girl came up, um, holding a small dog, and she was like, "I bet you want to cook this right now." And I was like, "That's crazy," but I, I you know, I think also it's a practice in like uh, resilience and like really not like lashing out. Because I was just like, "That's not a nice thing to say." What was she older? No, she was probably like 25. Yeah. That's the craziest part, right? Is she white? African American. Oh. She was with a group of girls probably about the same age. No. But she came up by herself, though. Yeah, crazy, right? That's insane. Yeah, it's pretty blatant stuff, but I don't know. I guess for me, that, that is a time to practice tolerance. Yeah. Anyways, we've had a really good conversation. Lots of dips and caveats do you do you want to close with any maybe words of advice to the uh, people at home don't cheat on your boyfriends cheers don't cheat on your boyfriends don't thanks so it. much you're very welcome hi there hello what's your name i'm nathan hi nathan what so i call you uh i can tell you my real name okay. after this however on the show my name is spidey okay we're here at ucla mm-hmm. i assume you're a student yep what year are you i'm gonna transfer third year nice so this is your first year then yeah and how has the transition been? 
It's been good. Uh, week zero was really fun. Like, you know, you just be able to like socialize with everybody. Sure. Yeah, I'm in the transfer LLC, so like everyone's just like talking all the time. But uh, as of right now, like outside of UCLA, bro, my life is going like it's just, like down spiraling right now. Really? Yeah. Tell me about it. I'm so last, sorry to hear that. No, no worries. But last week, literally, I uh, I totaled my car, right? Like off the 101, like going on this off ramp. And there was like oh, no lights there. And like, it was like 3 a.m. So I couldn't see anything. And there was like debris on the off ramp. I like hit the debris and then I like hit the curb. And like, literally like right after I get out of my car, this hobo like walks up to me. And like, he was like, did you hit debris? And he was like, he's like, yeah, I've got a bunch of leaves over there and shit like that. He was kind of like tweaking and stuff. But like, I feel like he put the debris there. You know, mm -hmm. like, I don't know, maybe he was like tweaking. It was like out. in the road? Yeah, it was on the off Fuck. ramp. Mm -hmm. And then, um, my parents are not even gonna give me like the insurance money to like get another car because they don't want me to get like distracted by going like you know like other places at UCLA. Yeah. So that's that's kind of tough. So you're landlocked. Yeah, pretty much. Huh. Yeah, I'm I'm planning to get a job so I can like you know buy another car. Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. so sorry to hear that. That's crazy. Is that yeah. the the main thing that's spiraling? I mean, that's a big that, spiral. That's the one thing. Yeah. I also applied for this one uh, pre-law frat, then I got rejected, which kind of bummed me out. It wasn't a huge deal to me, but that happened. Uh, I was climbing down from my bed. I spilled like water all over my laptop. Wow. Literally like the same day. Um, shoot, what else happened? There was another one, but um, just like a lot of bad luck, you know. Just a lot yeah. of like, little things too. I, I so my input on this is, I lose things a lot. I lose things all the time. Mm -hmm. um, keys, phone, wallet, all have been lost at least two or three times each, and it's always been a huge bummer for me. But but recently I've been trying to take like a different take on unfortunate events. And I want to hear what you think about it. So, I, I'm very lucky. I have a very good family. I have a relatively good upbringing. I've never really had food insecurity or anything like that. I live a very lucky, fortunate life. And I think sometimes I take it for granted. Actually, rather, all the time I take it for granted. And so, moments of unfortunate things, as long as, you know, short of no one gets injured or anything like that, I've been trying my best to take it as a time to reflect and bring myself back to the present because it's a kind of a reminder where it's like fuck like i am so fortunate this is a small thing you know what i mean i left my keys i lost my keys it's a like hundred bucks though like not even like such an easy replacement yeah but in my that that fucking ruined my week right mm -hmm. but it's like i need to remember that like this is a relatively small event that ruined my week because my life is so good right so i try to i don't know and fortunate things, when they happened to me, at least recently, I've been really trying to take that time to be grateful for all of the really, really good things I have going for me. I don't know if you can say the same for yourself. Um, I don't know what your life is like, but that's about how I like to cope with those things. Yeah, you just kind of like keep pushing through, like, you know, shit's going to get better kind of thing. Or... And shit is good. Like, shit is yeah. so good. Shit is so good that, like, a little thing happens mm -hmm. and it fucking ruins my whole week. Even though it's really a little thing, you know? Yeah. And it really allows me, or at least I'm trying to let it allow me to appreciate what I have, I guess. That's fair. That's yeah, fair. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, easier said than done, though, right? Yeah. It's much easier said than done because you <laughs> still lost your keys. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think that's just something I struggle to do is just, like, being grateful. Like, I'm, I kind of, that's, like, a weak spot for me. Like, I mm -hmm. don't. Like, I try to get myself to, like, be grateful. Like, I try to, like, tell myself, like, you know, I'm so lucky my parents are paying for, like, UCLA for me. Like, you know, I'm here in, like, Westwood, like, L.A. Like, this is where I wanted to paradise. go. This paradise. This is Literally my dream paradise. Like, People would be kill happy. to be here. <clears throat> yeah. But, like, I don't know. I just, like, it's so easy for me to find, like, the small things that, like, 
just don't go right and I compare myself to other people and I think that's what actually just Comparison. like yeah that is what probably makes me the most upset is when I compare myself to other people and I see they're doing so much better than me or like maybe I'm just underperforming like you know in certain areas I want to do better with yeah yeah what areas like I think more now uh socially because like I've just been like the last like year like I've just been like working my ass off just trying to like save up money for like you know uh just school one and then just like also I moved out of my parents house because I just wanted to be away from my family and uh like, I was just, like, trying to afford rent and, like, you know, uh, paying for food and all that. So, it's, like, I haven't been, like, in practice, like, you know, as uh, I used to be. So, it's kind of, like, I'm just, like, getting back into the groove of being, like, in a so- like a big social setting like Socializing this. is hard. Yeah. And I, I think it's, 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 like, a, it's a learned and practiced skill. And I think that's something that we forget sometimes, but, like, over COVID, for example. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you had this experience, but when I came back, I was, like, how the fuck do you talk to people, dude? And like navigating also how do you talk to different kinds of people, you know, professor versus friend versus parent versus significant other. It, it is really, really hard. What, yeah. what, what kinds of things have you been doing to uh, try and recover these skills? I mean, honestly, if I'm being honest with myself, I feel like I've been doing pretty good. I've just been like talking to random people because everyone here is like super open and friendly. You can literally just talk to someone mm-hmm. and like, you know, be friends with them and like, you know, get their Instagram and hang out with them. And I've been doing that. I think it's just like, I struggle sometimes to like approach people or to start talking to people because it's like there's a little mental battle in my head where it's like oh like well what if they like don't hear me when I talk to them and it's like then I look stupid and like just like little small things like little social anxiety things where it's like I like shoot myself down before I even try Hmm. and then like I in my head I'm like fuck I'm like trying and I'm getting rejected but it's like I'm not even trying I'm just being like defeating myself and then it's frustrating that you're not trying and it's like a it's like a cycle yeah Mm -hmm. hmm that does sound difficult. Yeah. I'm trying to get back into therapy. Uh, I stopped for a while, and that definitely helped me with my confidence back then. But it's just kind of hard to, like, balance everything and, like, also take care of myself at the same time. You want to know a pretty good way to increase social practice and confidence? Hmm. Go out in public and start a podcast while wearing a Spider-Man mask and talking to strangers. Yeah? You feel like that's helped you? <laughs> significantly at least with like social anxiety mm-hmm. i mean this is fucking crazy people laugh at hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people before we laughed at me today mm-hmm. so like before this were you like what kind of person were you it's a good question i've always been like a bleeding heart extrovert but i think i i think the biggest thing that this show has taught me is like intense tolerance like 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 brutally open-minded mm-hmm. like i've just met so many people in so many shitty and crazy situations or who have done really interesting or fucked or cool things and with such (coughs) sometimes mind-boggling perspectives on these activities and behaviors to where I'm just like, fuck man, like at the end of the day, like almost everything anyone does is fine. And it's like, as long as you're like not hurting anyone else or sometimes yourself, I mean like, obviously like don't kill yourself, but if you want to like, be a slight masochist, fine. But like, dude, like, really, seriously, like, I, I, I've learned to really not care about almost anything that anyone else does, and I think it's almost detrimental at this point. Because yeah. like, I think I will like ignore red flags a lot of the time in in, in friends and, and partners, but I think on the whole, it's quite positive. How do you like build the patience for these people? <sighs> I think it's just been raw experience, man. Like, I mean, I talked to. 
between 50 to 90 people a week, mm -hmm. strangers, sometimes who are really awesome like you and very polite, sometimes who aren't. And I have to do my best to form a relationship with them in which they're comfortable enough to share with me to where I can make interesting conversations or or content. So I think I, it's just been raw experience, just putting myself out there over and over and over again, especially with people who I typically would not put myself out there for. Yeah. And do you feel like that patience like transitions like it transfers over to your personal life with the people that you like choose to let in and like you know be your friends? Definitely, um, definitely, definitely, definitely. I think especially with dating, uh, I think for the longest time I was very stubborn about who I would date, what I wanted from the people who I dated, what I would not stand for. And I think I've reached a point with dating where like a lot of the things before that were going to be deal breakers, I could definitely tolerate now. For example, I think I would, for the longest time I thought I was doomed to be polyamorous and I could never find one partner. And recently I've, I've seen a, a person or two who are like serial monogamists and I th I'm willing to like to make it work. Do you find yourself in relationships like being more like immature than you really are like if you were like single? Define immature. Like, like just like being like insecure kind of thing or like a, I don't know, just find yourself like getting like easily like angry or like jealous, just like emotionally like impulsive, you know? Well, I'm a generally <laughs> impulsive and emotional person. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's any greater or less within a relationship, but one thing I have noticed is my capacity for emotion greatens heavily when I have serious feelings for someone. And it's not just in the relationship. So, for example, I'm seeing someone right now. I have not felt this way about someone probably since high school. I am very infatuated with this person. And it has affected my emotionality intensely. Even like, you know, in daily life, my uh, the highs are so high, the lows are so low, mm. and I feel like just so much more human now. Which is good, but also sometimes bad, right? Because yeah. it's like, I lose my keys, for example, and then I like want to put a fucking gun in my mouth. Um, I don't, but, but uh, and that's obviously an over-exaggeration. But yeah, yeah, it is interesting. Uh, I do definitely feel more emotional when I'm seriously involved with someone. I feel the same way. I feel like it's a lot harder for me to switch to like a logical thinking, like, you know, basis in my head. Like, I feel like once I enter a relationship, I'm making decisions based off feelings, like based off like what feels good for me right now. Like I, I smoke a way, like way more weed, like when I'm in a relationship, like hmm. I chase like dopamine and all that shit, like way more. Fascinating. Yeah. But huh. I wonder if that's why people cheat. I think so. Maybe. Because I'm definitely more, probably more lustful versus like when I'm in a relationship versus single. And I mean, talk about dopamine, sex, yeah. right? Fascinating, fascinating stuff. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like the same way or do you feel like you're able to have the same sense of control? Uh, I just <laughs> have very little control ever. Mm. I'm, I'm so impulsive about many things in my life and it's not even necessarily always bad. I, I, uh, it does lead me to uh, take risks that I, I, I am usually happy about, but sometimes it doesn't hit me in the ass. From what I've experienced, I don't think that changes much for me whether or not I'm with someone because I'm already so impulsive you know what I mean yeah which is probably a red flag but it I is mean, what it is <laughs> you do talk about like the highs being more like intense and the lows being uh, more intense like do you feel like you prefer it like you know if that was not the case N definitely not I, I mean my, my, my freshman year of college I was chronically lonely and it was the most depressing year of my life straight into COVID which mm -hmm. when I was again chronically lonely and that probably year and a half of isolation 
really fucked with my emotional capacity. And so for a lot of the time, I wasn't feeling as much as I used to. And so it's been extremely refreshing getting back there. Mm. I do prefer being the highs, highs, lows, lows. Because I'm, I'm a high-low person. You know what I mean? I'm a yeah. pretty... I'm not... I'm, not I, I'm stable, but I'm not terribly numb. Mm-hmm. And I, I like to remain that way. I would rather remain unsedated. Cool. Well, we've talked a lot today. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed our conversation. It's definitely going up somewhere. Okay. But nice. do you have any final things you'd want to bring up, chat about, or maybe just words of advice? No. Don't smoke a lot. Don't smoke too much weed, I Great. guess. Well, yeah. thanks for being on the show, man. Thank you.